Hello, podcast world. Welcome to episode 119 of Run Chats with Ron Runs NYC. Meet Teddy Lavarda, licensed acupuncturist at Morningside Acupuncture. Teddy joined me for a fun and informative IG live run chat where we discussed the value of utilizing dry needling and acupuncture to treat chronic pain, running, and sports injuries. Teddy and Morningside are well-known in the New York City running community for helping runners work through and solve challenging injuries, keep us out there pursuing our big goals and dreams. We discussed and learned Teddy and Morningside's origin story, the most common types of running injuries acupuncture and dry needling can address, and how Teddy has personally helped me through a bout of ITB syndrome and other various ailments over the past two years. This is the second of my summer series run chats with running practitioners focused on keeping runners healthy and on the roads. Hoping you enjoy the watch and listen. Hey, good afternoon, IG Live. Sitting here with my good friend, Teddy Lavarda from Morningside Acupuncture. Hey, everybody. Uh, getting ready to do episode number two of the summer series with running practitioners, experts uh, in the sport, uh, in an effort to help keep us all more healthy, keep us on the roads, on the trails, wherever we find our joy, running on the roads, trails, or anywhere in between, and even non-runners. Uh, this uh, this particular segment is born out of uh, from my own um, issues that I had uh, coming across having a stress fracture, trying to make it through two marathons, and simply would have been no way I could have accomplished that without Teddy's uh, expert help. At Morningside Acupuncture, for folks that are local that are based in the New York City metropolitan area, Teddy's practice, Morningside uh, Acupuncture, is on the Upper West Side, so it's convenient uh, if you're in the city or even in Connecticut or New Jersey, he gets people coming in from all over for treatments. And uh, his practice is not just focused on runners, right, Teddy? That's right. Um, you know, we primarily focus on treating pain, sports, injuries, and stress. Uh, we do that by combining traditional acupuncture, which re works really great on calming down the nervous system, along with trigger point dry needling or trigger point acupuncture, uh, which works a lot with uh, releasing muscle tightness that can cause pain and restricted range of motion. Fantastic. Um, I think it's important for anybody joining us or who will watch this IG Live after it posts up, um, what is the origin story for Morningside? How did you get into the business? What drove you there and led you there and, and keeps you here today and, uh, and all of that? It's always interesting. Sure. Uh, you know, it's a really good question and a great question right now because I'm currently a regular patient. I mean, I've always been an ongoing patient, but I currently have some hip stuff that I'm dealing with that I actually was dealing with on my other side, which led me to acupuncture kind of by accident. So I had a finance career, um, was running my first marathon, uh, that was back in what, 2010. I ran the 2010 New York City Marathon, and I had torn my hamstring about uh, eight weeks before the race. Was got all better, got the all clear two weeks before, and decided was still going to run the race anyway. Which, in hindsight, was not the best idea to take six weeks off and then try to run. Um, I play soccer regularly, so I have this like one-sided muscle imbalance that forms from you know kicking the ball with one leg more than the other. Um, and it wasn't until the following year I started to have some hip pain and found that I had some labrum tears and uh, just like a lot of tightness in my hip that was causing lots of pain. And I struggled for 
You know, probably a year or two, physical therapy, tried traditional acupuncture, massage, swimming, stretching, yoga, Pilates, magnet therapy. I could name all kinds of interesting, you know, obscure treatments I tried. Um, and it wasn't until I found someone that did, uh, you know, more of like the trigger point work that we do here that I really got a, re a lot of relief from my hip pain. I was actually almost going to get surgery on my hip at that point because I'd been suffering for so long and I was still playing soccer regularly, you know, wasn't easy. Um, and this just changed my life so much. Um, I kind of had this moment while I was getting a treatment. I was like, huh, acupuncture. This guy, this guy, David Barron, who is still a close friend and, uh, uh, you know, like literally changed my life. Um, it's like acupuncture, huh? His job seems really interesting. He's, he helped, he like changed, literally changed my life. Uh, I avoided surgery. I just felt much better. Um, I was like, his job seems really interesting. He doesn't have a boss. It's just the autonomy of the job sounded interesting. I've now realized that's one of the harder parts of the job too. Um, but that's when the seed got planted. Uh, and then my wife who I was dating at the time was very supportive of me possibly changing careers. I went to visit a couple acupuncture schools and I decided to go to the one that my acupuncturist went to, which was called Tri-State College of Acupuncture. Um, and they're a little unique, actually not even a school sadly closed a few years ago, but they were unique in combining the dry needling with traditional acupuncture. And that's what we do here. Love it. Um, I think so many people that are uh, providers, practitioners, uh, runner caregivers, if you will, are, are runners like us or maybe athletes uh, that were playing lacrosse, soccer, uh, many other sports and uh, repeated injuries just uh, cause that frustration and led them into their career paths where they are in uh, this great satisfaction. Uh, it's got to feel terrific helping runners or other athletes that are really stuck with, um, let's say, a repeat injury, um, and you help them make it through to the other side and compete successfully in a race or a training cycle or what it might be. But um, I was just wondering, or I think I might find it helpful for people maybe who haven't had acupuncture before. I've been using it for a long time myself successfully, and it's been something that's made a huge impact on my running. Um, what sort of things does acupuncture help for runners? And then maybe if you could explain the difference between acupuncture and dry needling, because we focus a lot, you and me, on my care with dry needling. Sure. Uh, maybe I'll start with uh, the different types of acupuncture first and then segue into talking about uh, running injuries and what runners come in for typically. So, you know, the word acupuncture just means using an acupuncture needle. There's many different styles and techniques. You know, acupuncture originated in China over 2,000 years ago. There's a style called traditional Chinese medicine, which is the most commonly practiced style here, and that's what's taught in acupuncture school. That's the, the style with acupuncture points and meridians and qi and energy, where you basically choose points depending on your condition, um, effectively to calm down the nervous system. So that helps with things like digestion, stress, headaches, anxiety, muscle tightness, because muscle tightness is a symptom of high stress. Um, so it effectively calms you down so that your body is in a more optimal like homeostasis state. And that's why it helps so many things, other things like fertility, menstrual symptoms, um, you know, range of things that acupuncture helps with, and that's how. Um, and then there are other styles, you know, J Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese, and then there were interpretations like French acupuncture. Um, and then there was, there's this other style that's become really common now. It's called dry needling. And, uh, you know, dry needling is really interesting because it currently uses an acupuncture needle, but it actually originated here out of like pain management and physiatry. Um, and the reason it's called dry needling is because it used to use a hypodermic needle. Um, there were these doctors in the 30s and 40s that um, 
you know, identified uh, what are called trigger points, and they did so by injecting an irritant into muscles and then observing where people felt pain. So like, for instance, if you inject an irritant into this uh, forearm muscle here, you may get like wrist and finger pain because by irritating it, they cause it to like tighten up and then it will pull on things that it attaches to. And so they mapped out um, an entire system of trigger points. Um, so, you know, often the pain is around where the tightness is, but sometimes it can refer into other areas and that's what's known as a trigger point. Um, and they used to inject them with medication. There are still pain doctors that do trigger point injections. Um, and then it was sometime around the 70s, they discovered that if they just used the hypodermic needle, got the muscle to spasm, it would relax and the pain would go away. And that became known as dry needling. And he used the hypodermic needle. And then there were some acupuncturists, including Dr. Mark Seem, who's someone you had seen uh, a long time ago. And that's the acupuncture school that Nick and I went to. Um, he and other acupuncturists that were kind of uh, pioneers in the field started using acupuncture needles to, to release trigger points. And that work is based on uh, Dr. Janet Travell and David Simons. They were the people who wrote this definitive book on trigger points uh, you, you know, decades ago. And so now today, dry needling uses acupuncture needles, which are much thinner. They hurt a lot less. They won't bruise and make you bleed as much as a hypodermic needle will. So it's an interesting uh, marriage now of like using acupuncture needles with uh, more of like pain science. So it's not really based on acupuncture points, although a lot of them overlap, which is so interesting because it's not a surprise. We're looking at the same body. So, you know, whether you call it a meridian or a trigger point, it's so interesting how much overlap there is between this stuff. Great answer. So what are some of the more common injuries um, that people are on the table for? I mean, I know what mine are. Um, so maybe an easier way to say it would be for anybody who's listening at home uh, or listening on IG Live is um, you may go to a uh, sports chiropractor, you might go to a deep tissue massage therapist, you might be going through PT and, and doing some strength work and, and using a bunch of different modalities to try to make your way back from maybe muscle imbalances, uh, tightness, injury, or potentially even uh, stress fracture or bone injury. Um, so what I thought would be helpful is just to talk about some of the things that uh, Teddy and I've worked on. I've been on his table for ITB syndrome, um, other large muscle groups that are tight, piriformis, glutes, um, other areas, hip tightness, uh, TFL, and other issues. So for me, um, I am very comfortable. Um, for anybody out here who hasn't had acupuncture before, there might be some uh, reticence with needling or how that might feel. Um, so I can only say from my own experience that I got comfortable with it very easily, easily, and you feel uh, these trigger points, you feel the releases, man, you feel the spasms, you feel things going on for the areas that are affected. And, you know, Teddy does these high-speed videos, and you could see it, man, like things are just jumping around and hustling and bustling. But um, I've been able to run off the table after sessions, and um, some people can, some people can't. Um, but what are some other common injuries that you treat besides some of the ones that I mentioned and how does it help a runner like either stay in a training cycle or keep progressing along or make their way back from injury? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we treat all of the common running injuries, which include things like IP band syndrome, piriformis syndrome, patellofemoral syndrome, which is known as runner's knee. Um, there's hamstring strains or, you know, any kind of strains, but hamstring tend to be the most common. Uh, Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis symptoms or heel pain is fairly common. Shin splints, both like lateral and medial. Um, those are probably the most common. 
you know, other things like adductor tightness can kick in sometimes, low back pain can play in. I mean, generally acupuncturists, whether they treat athletes or not, like low back pain is usually what people think of when they think of acupuncture. Um, so we treat all of those things um, and we treat them in the context of, you know, the whole person. So you're asking about like when and how, and, you know, effectively the way I look at our role as acupuncturists is basically to like loosen things up and return them as close to normal movement wise as we can. So that when you're doing things like physical therapy or strength training or just running, that becomes, you know, a, a support mechanism for that. Because if you're running and you have like, you know, glute tightness, you're going to run with a different gait. You know, our body is maladaptive in that way. While that, you know, may help you avoid hip pain, you then end up with like calf pain on the other leg or knee pain on the same leg. It can, you know, it's not random, but your gait will change and then you'll get pain somewhere else. So we're looking both at where you currently have pain and then in other areas that might be tight that are kind of hidden and might be actually the root cause of the pain. Sometimes someone comes in with Achilles pain, sure, their calf is really tight pulling on their Achilles, but oh, look at this, their hip on the same side or the other side is super tight or doesn't have a lot of range of motion. So if we can loosen that up, then we're, we're treating both the symptom and the root cause. And then when you're going to PT or doing strength work or just running, things are kind of back to normal so you can make those changes. Because I love to think that I'm doing all the work, but I'm not. All I'm doing is getting your body back to like a more normal state. And then it's, you know, you gotta change the way you move to change the way you feel. And if you keep moving in the same way that got you injured, you'll probably be back with the same thing, whether it's here, physical therapy, or wherever you're going for treatment. So I try to look at the big picture is that I'm just a facilitator. And, you know, I also try to work with people and, and thinking about those things. Sometimes there are hidden triggers like how you sleep at night or how you sit or what you're doing when you're standing, or if you have kids, how you pick them up and how you hold them. So often that can be uh, something important to identify because if you don't know the why of why you got tight or why you got injured, you'll kind of go around in circles. So I actually really enjoy that aspect sometimes more than the treatment itself. Um, you know, and as far as how it feels, you know, the needles are much thinner than uh, hypodermic needles. I wish they were called pins or something else because the word needle, it scares me. I mean, when I get like an injection or a flu shot or blood dry, like I don't look at that, it kind of freaks me out. So I totally understand. I was terrified the first time I ever had acupuncture. I and Nick, we, we go out of our way to, you know, I find that explaining why I'm doing it, what it's gonna feel like, the range of feelings you might feel helps tremendously because when it happens, you know, and some of the trigger part release can be quite strong. It feels like a cramp or a strong muscle ache. It is a involuntary contraction of the muscle. If I tell you all that beforehand, then when it happens, your brain can say, oh, that's what he said was gonna happen. Okay, I get it. Versus not explaining things, you feel a new sensation and your brain goes, oh my God, what was that? Am I okay? Does he know what he's doing? Oh my God, why am I here? You know, you wanna avoid that spiral that your brain goes into. And it is something new for a lot of people. So I also enjoy that aspect of introducing people to something new. And I, I look at my own experience of, I had an acupuncturist, it wasn't David, it was someone else because I had tried traditional acupuncture first. They didn't really tell me what to expect or what I was gonna feel like after. And, and it all felt like a big mystery and I, I go out of my way to make sure people uh, are comfortable. Yeah, that's great. I think um, as most of the runners um, that are on Instagram, the connections that I've made and forged over the years or maybe who are listening to the podcast and this will drop as a podcast uh, episode as well. Um, I think we're all getting treated by someone. Um, we're all getting worked on for something. Um, running is just a, a constant state of checks and balances of keeping our, making our best effort to keep ourselves healthy. 
Um, and one of the things that's been really effective for me is I have, uh, I share the communication between the different practitioners who are working on me um, from my deep tissue massage therapist to yourself. And then obviously to Sam, my physical therapist and doing strength training work, because this way kind of everybody's like looped in. Um, and I know um, the first thing that we do before we start my session is we just do a catch up and it may feel like it's like 10 minutes. It's probably really only like five, but it's just a full catch up on how I've been running, what's been happening, is everything okay? And sometimes it will be the wildest thing where I'll tell Teddy, man, I felt great after the race, but then, of, you know, the 14 hour plane ride back from Tokyo, I think caused its own issues. Or he'll talk about going on long drives with his family and how that has caused issues for him. So I think that's a, a huge thing, um, you know, that, uh, that Teddy personally does that I know since he works on me is he'll sit with you and, you know, kind of talk through where things have been for you uh, before you get on the table. Um, this way you're going to focus, he's going to focus that treatment on like currently what's, you know, what's like the hottest button to focus on, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's always treating what's going on today. And then as we get to know each other, treating what we know you're prone to as far as tightness or movement or habits you have movement wise. Um, so it's important to look at yeah, today, yesterday, and then like, you know, put that all together. Great. And see, what would be an example? I mean, for, for you and I, we've done electric needling, you know, when things were just so, uh, I would say acute, you know, when it finally came clear that I had run with a stress fracture in Boston and London. So it was a very different style of treatment at that point. Um, what would be the difference between, say, like electric needling, dry needling, and regular old-fashioned acupuncture? Because you and I haven't done that to this point, and it's fine with me that we yeah. don't. It's 100% up to you to make those calls, but maybe explain like what the three of those are and how you may decide which is best for a patient. Yeah, what's fun is they all use the same acupuncture needle. And, um, you know, I'm lucky that in my training, I learned, uh, you know, traditional Chinese medicine acupuncture. I learned trigger point dry needling. I learned electroacupuncture. I learned a Japanese style of acupuncture called Kiko Matsumoto style. I learned auricular ear acupuncture. Um, and it's just fun to have lots of tools um, you know, some styles are more gentle, like traditional acupuncture, you tend to set needles in acupuncture points, and then somebody rests for a period of time, sometimes like 15 to 30 minutes. And, and, you know, then people usually feel relaxed, they feel a little, uh, what's the word, it's called like an acu high, right, you feel a little like, relaxed afterwards. Um, and that, you know, that'll be, you know, we're talking about muscle pain a lot here, right? Muscle pain isn't always physical, there can be stress related origins, you're not sleeping enough, you have a high stress job, uh, you have personal things going on in your life that just make you feel tense all the time. That's not always going to get resolved with trigger point dry needling because that might just be a global thing where your whole body is tense. So we might want to either integrate traditional acupuncture into the dry needling stuff, or that might just be the whole treatment because, you know, it's more of a, you know, nervous system dysregulation causing muscle tightness. So that's why we have that conversation before so I can understand, you know, is it a mechanical pain you're having or is it more of like just a stress-related pain? Um, so that might be where we use traditional acupuncture. The dry needling is more mechanical, right? Like my Achilles hurts because my calf is tight and pulling on it. And before each session, we're feeling around the affected areas and possible supporting areas just to figure out. And, you know, we will feel like muscle knots in those areas and you might feel like it's tender or, oh man, that's really tight. And often we might find areas you're not aware of. That's always fun. Um, the, the electro acupuncture, um, use the same needle. You basically set the needle into a muscle. Um, there are these things called motor points, which is like the most excitable part of the muscle. It's usually like in the belly because that's where it, you know, kind of gets activated. 
Um, and that is a little more gentle, depending on who you ask. Some people really don't like it. Some people find it's more relaxing. Um, what that does is it sends a current through the muscle and gets it to spasm. And you can set um, the frequency. It can be like one hertz or 10 hertz. It can go up to like 100 or 200. That's fast. But that controls how fast the muscle twitches. So it could be really slow or it could be a little faster. Basically, it, is, it like shakes the muscle out and it forces it to function. Because what happens with muscle tightness is your muscle basically gets tight and clenches and then it pulls on things. So the calf is a really easy one. It attaches to the back of your knee and to your Achilles. So when the calf shortens, it tugs on the Achilles. And then every time you take a step or you run, instead of having a full contraction, it's tight and it's like going like this instead of full contraction. So with the needle, we can find those spots, release them manually with dry needling, or we can use electricity to loosen it up depending on how stubborn it is. And the goal is to, you know, release the tightness in the muscle and get it functioning again. Um, so that's what we're doing with those three styles effectively. And often, sometimes in the same visit, we might do all three. All full value treatment, three, three for one. Yeah, three for, three for one special. Um, let's see. Um, so we've covered so different kind of types of injuries. Um, is, is the practice for you predominantly runners? Or I know, obviously, you have your own soccer, is, yeah. which is what you're getting your own treatments from, from Nick. But what, what's your mix of patients that are coming in the door in terms of, uh, you know, what, what's, it, what's your mix like? Yeah, I think it also depends on the time of year. So like we see in September, especially September, October, really high volume of runners because that coincides with peak training. We might in August now start seeing like Berlin, Chicago people, um, because it, it's not no surprise that when you're running your longest runs, when you're hitting 40, 60, 80 mile run weeks with, you know, 15, 17, 20 mile long runs, a lot of strain on your body um, and often people aren't recovering as much as they should I mean most people have a full-time job while they're running you know for 10 to 20 hours a week um, so that often is the busiest period for runners um, you know we have a mix of runners soccer players dancers Nick has a dance background we work with a lot of uh, like professional dancers as well um, and then we just have people in the neighborhood or that find us online that have any kind of pain. We treat, you know, neurological pain. We can treat muscle pain. Acupuncture really works great for any kind of pain. Um, and when, when it's non-runners and athletes, you know, depending on the sport, you know, neck and back pain t tends to be the most typical thing that like a uh, non-athlete type of person will come in for. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, what I forgot to answer earlier, just about when to come in when you're a runner. Uh, you know, there's really two aspects to treatment. There's like treating an injury, which is usually what brings people here, especially if they've never had acupuncture before. It's, it's normal to be skeptical, right? You're not really sure. You never heard about it. Um, you know, it's still not really that well known, especially sports type of uh, orthopedic style acupuncture where it's specifically for sports injuries. It's still not really that well known. Um, so often people come for an injury and treatment for that looks like coming in, you know, roughly once a week. I encourage people to also be doing PT at the same time because as I was mentioning, like we help loosen things up and then it's important to address, you know, gait issues, muscle imbalance, get stronger. Um, and that's, you know, that's a PT's world of, of expertise. So we work closely with a lot of physical therapists, uh, especially running ones in New York and find that those runners have the best outcomes rather than just coming here, doing the same things they were doing that led to the pain, then kind of going in circles. And sometimes in PT, things can get really stuck. Um, if you're in a lot of pain, it might be difficult to do the PT exercise. I know I've had that experience with my hip where it was so tight that I couldn't do it like elicited pain. So by loosening up my hip with acupuncture and dry needling, then PT is more effective. So everybody wins 
as far as like getting better. Um, and that often looks like coming in once a week for some period of time, usually like three to six visits if I had to be given a number. Of course, it depends on the severity, the duration. The longer you've been injured, the more your body has maladapted and you're running with a weird gait. You know, if someone like strains something, sometimes that's a one or two shot deal and that doesn't come back. Um, sometimes if something's been going on for like a year, that'll take longer because it's set in, there could be inflammation um, that can make things a little trickier and take a little longer. Um, and then often once people get better, they're coming in for maintenance or more preventative treatments that can look like every four to six weeks, depending on the person, depending how, what else they're doing uh, besides coming here. Um, and that's more preventative where we are just looking for muscle tightness before it turns into pain and we're releasing it. And if we've already worked together, we've kind of started to understand like where that tends to be for people. Some people get tight in their hips all the time. Some people get tight in their calves, you know, it really depends. Yeah, there's, there's so many things in play. And I think um, we hit on this uh, point before, but for anybody at home um, or who's tuned into us today, or maybe is gonna watch this uh, after it posts up, um, if you haven't tried acupuncture yet and you've basically worked with a sports chiro, maybe you're a deep tissue therapist or maybe PT, definitely think about it. Um, for me, it's been a game changer. Um, and you know, just know this running community, community in New York City is super tight. Um, the PTs know each other, the massage therapists know each other, the acupuncturists know each other. And the runners um, far and wide and wherever we're from, from the tri-state area, from run clubs or not, um, it doesn't take long for people to say, hey man, go, go see Teddy at Morningside, he's great. Um, go see Sam at Finish Line PT, she's a great physical therapist. And it's a business that thrives on referrals and uh, people sharing their successful, you know, return to normal, return to health uh, kind of stories. And, you know, I personally love to share that. That's why I'm, you know, putting this uh, summer series out. And um, I think it's always more effective, um, you know, when we get some listener questions. So I can see, um, I can't reach and neither can Teddy. It's a little too far away from us. So we can both be centered with our microphones. If anybody's tuned in and listening and has either had acupuncture before, or maybe been thinking about trying it before, and you have a question, for Teddy, you know, fire away. We'll be able to read it and see it on the IG live screen, which is about maybe 10 feet away from us. But, you know, we certainly would love to get a, a couple of questions or two as we continue our conversation here. And feel free to message us as well. Offline, we can answer the questions in the comments too, because this will be online and uh, we can take a look at that too. Yeah, absolutely. So what other things uh, that we haven't gotten to yet? What are some other things that would be good to discuss and share with our community? Yeah, well, I mean, I have something interesting. Uh, recently, I, as I mentioned in the beginning, I've been having some right hip pain that started a few months ago. And, um, you know, it used to be my left hip that was the problem. And, you know, I went to the doctor on x-ray, MRI. So I do have some stuff going on in my hip. I have some labrum tears and a cyst. Um, and, you know, it really stems from the fact that my hips are misshapen. They're a little squared off instead of perfectly round. So that it doesn't fit perfectly in the socket. Between running and soccer my whole life, it's caused some wear and tear. Um, and I just wanted to share a little bit of the mental aspect, right? Because being injured, it's not just a physical thing. There's a whole mental component to it, especially as you're getting better. There can be fear of getting back. There could be too much excitement. You overdo it and get injured again. Um, and just, you know, my first time with my hip pain, it was 12 years, 13 years ago. You know, I wasn't an acupuncturist. I was just a regular person. I worked in finance. Um, and now going through this cycle again, I have a much different perspective and I'm just starting to, you know, better understand what it is to have an injury, right? There's when um, one of the doctors I saw suggested that maybe soccer wasn't a great idea for me. I was, I almost cried afterwards. And 
I was probably depressed for like a week and was like, oh my God, did I just play soccer for the last time? Or, oh my God, is it going to be like this year or next year? Or just the fact that it could be an end to it was a little scary. And then I saw some other providers who had different opinions. And I often recommend people get different opinions, especially with uh, more significant injuries, because not everyone's always going to say the same thing. There are different types of treatment. Um, so I'm making the rounds right now as a patient. It'll probably take me several months to get all these opinions. It's very hard to get in with some of these doctors. I have appointments that I scheduled you know, for August, like two months ago. So just that whole mental side of injury, it's more than just you know, I have a physical problem. So I try to talk with people about that as well because, you know, it can be very daunting. And then as you're getting better, there can be, be a lot of fear. Should I run? Should I, you know, am I going to hurt myself? And, you know, th that's real. And, um, you know, there's a lot of runners who say, like, you're supposed to smile and be relaxed. But if you're really tense because you're scared, right, that's something to work through and um, a different side of things, not just always physical. That's so relevant. Um and, you know, my own personal uh, situation, how I arrived here with Teddy is uh, Carla is a good friend of mine. She's been on the podcast as well. And she'd been coming for treatments for meniscus injury with her knee and had been posting, you know, working with Teddy and, you know, kind of her own journey, trying to manage um, her situation similar to you, not going the surgical route because with your hip could be a surgical procedure repair, but it may cause like long-term things down the road. You may not be able to run and have the same range of motion or be able to compete as effectively. And um, every day when we're out there, um, you know, every runner has been told at some point, you're not gonna run again, or this injury you're done for. Um, you have a problem with discs in your back. You're gonna be do permanent long-term damage. Running isn't for you, find another sport. Um, I've had 116 guests on my show. Um, I've had people that have had eight stress fractures or nine stress fractures, and um, they've been told, you know, your anatomy, your body isn't made for it. So the gift that this sport gives us is when, we, when we're uh, persistent, man, when we stay in the fight, as the shirt says, and we don't give up so easily, and we research this stuff, and we, we dig in and, and want more than one opinion, as Teddy's saying here, and we do our homework. And we find the right doctors, the right people who want us to be healthy, want us to be on our feet, want us to be playing soccer or dancing or doing whatever sport it is um, that gives us pleasure. Um, you know, that, that's really it, man. At the end of the day, these talk tracks, these conversations with people, there's always a way to rebuild yourself. There's always a way to come back and get stronger. It may not feel like that when you're sidelined. It may not feel like that when you're in a boot or you're in a cast or you can't swim because you've had shoulder surgery or whatever your sport might be. But if you hang in there and you find the right people like Teddy or Gabby, who was on uh, just Friday with me, there's always a way uh, to come up with your plan. And, you know, it always starts with seeing the right doctors and, and uh, using your network. Um, so that's what it's really all about. That's why I want this series to continue to grow out because um, if one person tunes in today, that has never tried acupuncture before. If one person tunes in that has never tried darn needling before and they've had a consistent piriformis issue, they've had an ITB sand, uh, syndrome issue, they've had PF issues uh, with their feet um, and they find somebody like Teddy or they're here in New York City and they go to Teddy and they get relief and they're um, able to get back out there, then hell man, that's what I'm doing this for. That's what this is all about, uh, sharing uh, community stories to keep us healthy and keep us moving. So that's what we want to do more of, right, Teddy? That's right. And, you know, as far as finding providers, I think it's important to find providers that are aligned with your goals. I mean, I had um, one doctor who I really liked who 
I was like, what are your goals, right? That's one of our intake questions. Like, what's your goal, right? Is, and I said, I wanna play soccer till I'm at least 50, right? And he's like, okay, so like, this is what you might need to do to do that. Um, and he gave me some other providers to see, to support me in that versus someone who is a little more like, oh, you shouldn't do that anymore. Well, it's like, well, that's not my goal, right? Because treatment for, you know, maybe if I just wanna be able to walk versus wanting to play soccer, that's two different treatments, right? Um, so, you know, whoever you're seeing, acupuncturist, physical therapist, orthopedic doctor, chiropractor, whoever it may be, you know, it's important to find someone that supports you in your goals. And, you know, it's kind of like dating. The first person you go to may not be the right fit, and that's okay. And sometimes people come here and, you know, they may feel it's like not the right fit. That's fine. You know, we're here to support people and share in their goals. And, uh, you know, so I urge people to not always take the first opinion at uh, face value and find people that support you. Yeah. Super, super sound advice. And um, as you mentioned, um, the practice is going to start getting loaded a lot more with runners. As you mentioned, Berlin is, uh, I think we're eight weeks out, pretty sure. Or no, no, it's uh, 60. 24th. 60 right. some odd days. Yeah, wait. September 24th. Yeah, it's like two months from now. I need to know myself. So let's see. 62 days to Berlin. Um, and then Chicago's 14 days after that. And then New York is, you know, a nice break. You know, it's always New York is always the first week of November. So for anybody that's on the World Marathon Major Circuit or maybe you're running CIM in December or wherever you're based out of, you know, you this is just a, definitely an important tool that you can utilize. Because um, what I always try to preach to runners, too, and I say preach because when you're doing as long as me, you have a right to preach. You got, you got your pulpit, man, and you got to use your you got to use your channels to uh, get that message out there. Um, don't wait till you're injured to come see somebody like Teddy. Uh, because right now, um, I'd knock on wood, my head is pretty hard. Um, I'm getting healthier um, and I could feel myself getting healthier. And how do I know that? Um, for me, it really has zero to do with pace of runs. Um, yesterday was just, you know, dog hot again, crazy humid, um, 15 miles. Uh, if an hour or two after my run, I'm not feeling some like super tightness somewhere or real stiffness somewhere, or maybe even the next morning when I get up out of bed, I know that that's a really good sign. Um, and some of it is just being disciplined and, you know, doing some stretches and doing a little band work and doing some things you do post-run. Um, and then hitting the fluids hard, getting those fluids in because you lose so much and you lose so much salt. But part of it is because I continue to see Teddy on the regular. Um, I see him probably what we're doing about every two weeks right now, right, is our cycle. So although I don't have any specific injury thing, there will always be muscle groups that are tighter uh, than others. And sometimes the right side um, eases up and then the left side gets tighter. So um, I encourage you all, if you, if you, even if you're or injured, you're completely healthy right now. Just think about if it's just us, you know, a little bit of more left hamstrings a little tighter than the right side. Um, left hip seems a little tighter than the right side. Just think about maybe it's something you could add into your own rotation to balance things out a little bit better and get stronger and, you know, tackle your whatever races you've got on your calendar for the fall. Yeah, I'd say um, that's a really good point. Like, it's a lot easier to treat uh, something that's not been going on for a while. It often takes less treatment and it's easier, right, than something that's built up. So if you have an ache and pain that's been lingering for a week, two weeks, Now's the time, um, especially that gives you time before your fall marathon. You know, we get a lot of people uh, like three, two, one week before a marathon where they're like, my knee's been hurting for like eight weeks. Please help me. I need to do this race. And it's like, 
well, what, what's been going on for that eight weeks that you've just been ignoring? You know, the pain is a signal that our body sends to tell us that something's off, right? And, uh, you know, I urge you to come sooner rather than later, whatever form of treatment you're using. And it's funny because often those patients, you know, maybe they didn't know about this as a treatment option. They came two weeks before we helped them get, you know, then it's just about helping you get through the race. You're not necessarily going to run your best race if you have IT band syndrome two weeks before your marathon. But then, you know, often the next season, the next running season, they're coming in earlier in the cycle. And, uh, you know, it, it changed my life. It opened my eyes up to a different type of treatment. It is getting very popular in sports. Uh, you know, acupuncture or dry needling, especially NFL, it's very popular. Uh, most teams have acupuncturists. Uh, other sports are starting to incorporate. A lot of Olympic athletes, uh, runners get acupuncture and dry needling. So it's becoming more common and, um, you know, it helped me. And for me, I'm obviously biased, but uh, for me personally with my hip, it was the best thing I did. It allowed me to do physical therapy more efficient, uh, effectively. I got stronger and, you know, I'm back playing soccer. I can run like, you know, and the silver lining of my right hip hurting is my left hip actually feels pretty good. So when they check that out, they're like, oh, that looks relatively fine. I'm like, oh, that's great. So, so you, know, you know it's having an impact. And the funny thing is, um, for all the films that we pay so much money for, for the MRIs or a bone scan or, you know, any other sort of pathology that we're in search of, um, at the end of the day, really, you know your body the best. Um, yeah, don't fool yourself. You know when something isn't right. Um, and if you tackle things early in the process, they don't become big things, usually not. Um, sometimes they do, sometimes things are just due to happen to us. I mean, we're all, no one's immune to injuries, we're all gonna get them. And sometimes it's purely an accident, you know, we step in a, a huge crack on the road or we trip over something on a trail and just take a hard fall and you know, that's it. Those are very different kinds of injuries versus maybe overuse or imbalance injuries, weaknesses, imbalances, strength stuff. So. I'm going to continue to do more of these uh, in the summer series top tracks to just try to address us all staying healthier, um, staying stronger, staying on the road, staying on the trails, um, getting after the races we want, triathlons, ultra marathons, running, or in Teddy's case, soccer, or whatever the health sport you're into, man. We just want you to be healthy and be out there. Um, so we didn't get any questions right now from the group and we're getting towards wrap up here, but this will go up on IG live and we could certainly take questions, um, once it posts up and, uh, you know, I just ask, you know, give, give Teddy's practice a following, uh, Morningside Acupuncture, even if you're not here in New York city, he just posts really good content, um, shares, uh, different athletes journeys, what races they're into, um, what injuries they're, you know, kind of tackling together. Cause it is kind of a team practice, right? The runner, the athlete comes in and shares and, and they work on it together. So give him a follow. Uh, we're probably going to do a little fun giveaway after this, um, after we post this up uh, for some items, um, if we're following uh, Teddy's page, my page, and just uh, getting involved. But if you have further questions after the fact, man, please hit us up, send us a DM. It's actually much more interesting and it keeps the conversation going if it's on the live feed, because um, we can continue that. And then others will see those questions that come in, because sometimes, uh, you know, people don't want to be the first one to ask. So, um, Teddy, before we roll out, um, is there anything we didn't get to, like a specific uh, talk track or point you might want to leave um, our IG audience with or our Run Chats podcast audience after this post up there as well? Yeah, I don't think so, because I think it's time for us to get, uh, get to you uh, and give you a treatment. Um, but we're, I'm here to answer any questions. You can DM or post a comment on the, um, on the show here. And, you know, we look forward to hopefully meeting you at some point. Awesome. 
Hey, listen, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, all the best with your summer training, whatever you're getting after, man. Stay healthy, keep grinding. And as we always say in the show, keep lacing them up, keep getting out the door and always remember to stay in the fight. Peace out, my friends. Wow, that was a fun IG live session. Teddy is the best. Um, he is able to solve some really complex injuries um, for athletes across all um, sorts of sports. And, uh, you know, even if you're not an athlete, he um, works with people um, who just are having, you know, a chronic pain, um, acute injuries, let's say, or even maybe just trying to work on and manage stress. Um, he's just such a terrific uh, practitioner. And I just know he's made an enormous difference in my running and so many others in the New York City um, running community, so many other athletes. Uh, he's a big soccer player himself. So he, he's got a lot of soccer athletes and uh, dancers, professional dancers, you know, the New York City uh, music theater, performing arts community is enormous. Um, so you see a lot of athletes uh, that are uh, going in there for treatment and relief as well. So anyway, hope you enjoyed our chat. Um, if you get a chance, pop over and watch the IG live segment, uh, drop Teddy with a question and uh, definitely take part in our giveaway. Um, Teddy's giving away some treatments and some uh, some other items as well that are pretty fun. So I hope you all enjoy the listen and uh, hope everybody's gearing up for a big fall season of racing. And I look forward to seeing uh, many of you out there either at Berlin, Chicago, New York, or who knows, maybe you're training for Marine Corps, CIM, or another race. But whatever you're after, you know, just stay with it, stay focused, and uh, have a great cycle. And look forward to seeing you out there. And uh, uh, peace out, my friends. Keep lacing them up. Keep getting out the door. And always remember to stay in the fight. <laughs>